You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Were you rushing or were you dragging? Gentlemen, welcome to Fight Club. First rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Second rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Here we go. Alright, welcome back to Movie Matrix. As always, my name is Jordan. We have Matt. What's crack a -lockin'? We got my dad. What's going on? And today we're kind of getting back to a basic episode, with a, but we have a new segment also, mm -hmm. so pretty excited about it. Um, we're going to test run this segment today and see, if, see how it does, and it might become a more regular segment. But before we get to that, you have to actually listen to it, or I guess you could skip, but I um, hope you listen to the first part of it. We're going to go back and do a good old recommending cautions. You guys ready? I'm ready, man. Let's, let's do it. Let's talk about some stuff. I'm warning you. Yes! That's awesome! Is this bad? Is this bad? No, don't like that. Shut, shut, your, shut your mouth. All right, so I'll go ahead and go first. I'm already talking. So, um, like I said, we'll probably do three rounds of this, maybe two. So I'm going to do my first two at least, my first favorite. I'll always throw a third in there just in case. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm actually going to start it off not so great. Um, so I saw this movie come out, and I was like, man, it looks pretty good. Um, I'm going to pull it up, pull it up on IMDb here just so I know exactly what everyone else thinks, but it looked pretty good. It looked like it was a superpower movie and no matter what, no, no matter the kind of stuff that goes on with it, I'm always in on that kind of stuff. And so I was like, man, I'm going to watch it. So it's called mortal. Um, it came out on Amazon prime, I guess is where I, that's where I watched it. I don't know. I saw it in, uh, Walmart for sale. So I guess this just went straight to whatever DVD or Blu-ray or whatever. Um, but it's mortal and it's starring Nat Wolf. It's the only person I knew in this whole movie. Um, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But this movie, I'll just tell you. I'm just going to read this, what it says on IMDb and then I'll get into it. So, a fantasy adventure origin story about a young man discovering that he has godlike powers based on ancient Norwegian mythology. Right? And so I was like, I'm in. The trailer had a bunch of lightning everywhere. It looked like he could control things. Um,. I watched this movie. Um, turns out it's half English, half Norwegian. Um, I don't care to read. Uh, I like foreign films. So I was like, well, did that's... The, did the Norwegian aspect just kind of catch you for... It caught me off guard. Because I was like, did I get the wrong movie? Because I started... Literally the first 20 minutes of the movie is not an English, English word spoken, which is fine. I, I just didn't expect it. Yeah. It didn't heighten it or, or make it not any good. It didn't do anything to the movie, really, for me. Some people might actually... Make mad because I don't want to read. <laughs> um, but I like um, subtitled movies a lot. I like foreign stuff. So it was whatever. Um, the acting in this movie is not good. I hate to be that way. Nat mm. Wolf is good. He's the only good thing about the movie. Um, yeah. And does he, I, I got to know, does he speak Norwegian? He's a Norwegian American, so yes, he is. He's he speaks a, Norwegian? Yes, he does. Um, oh, wow. He mainly speaks English, but he can speak to them. Um, basically, the point is he's a backpacker. He, um, he had an anomaly happen to him. Um, and so he went to go find his family in Norway. He has relatives in Norway. He's Norwegian-American. So, um, And then at, at this farm where he goes, there, there was a big fire, and everyone died but him. Um, and so he's being obviously sought after. Um, and you kind of find out through this that he has powers. And so I was like, man, sweet. It started off okay, you know, um, normal stuff. He's He's really burnt, and they don't explain that very well, but... Um, and then there, then he finds this, and then this girl, she's just thrown it out of nowhere. I don't really know. She's a psychologist that just lost somebody. They don't go into that to come 
to come basically interview him because they catch him because mm-hmm. um, he accidentally kills another man. Um, this guy is complete douche. <laughs> he comes up to him and it was like, I was on the road and he goes, talk to me, come talk to me. You know, he's in his face and Nat Wolf's character goes, don't touch me, you'll die. And so he touches him, he just melts him from the inside out. Nice. Just dead. Like, like Raiders of the Lost Ark style? It doesn't look dead like that, but he just <laughs> his eyes roll back in his head, he's just melty, you know? And so just melty. He gets in trouble for it, um, obviously gets, uh, gets arrested, and so the American government comes in to try to just take him, you know? And, yeah, yeah. Um, Those pesky Americans. Yeah, I know. Because he's technically, because he's more American than Norwegian. Um, he's, okay. I guess. He's, I think he was born in America, but, you know, so anyways. Whatever. Uh, I don't know. They don't explain it. So... You find out at this point that he has all these powers he can control. He can control the weather, kind of. He can control... Well, actually, he can't control anything, but he so has... basically, he's Thor. He has the power... Basically, he has the power to manipulate everything around him to do with weather, okay? He can make things burn. He can make things cold. He so can make things... instead of mortal, he should be called the weatherman. Yeah, and that's kind of... And, and it was... That part was good, but then all of a sudden, no powers. Now that he doesn't have any, they just don't ha- let that happen. They go to this love story. And I didn't care about it. The girl in it's not very good. Sorry, whoever you are. Um, she's a Nor- she's a Norwegian actress. Um, not very good. Um, and then you, it's about is this about a two hour long movie? And you kind of get long to where I'm like, not much of a spoiler, but it's, a, it's Norse mythology. So you know that he's gonna become one of those gods. And there's lightning here. But I'm like, so they're saying he's gonna come Thor. And that's kind of what they're going for. Um, he starts at this point where he like. He's, he gets trapped, and so all of a sudden he becomes a lightning bolt, basically. All lightning comes down. He's not very good with it. Um, and then, I don't want to spoil it, really. Like, I don't really care. I am I guess I'm, I came into this with a caution. I'm going to full caution it. Now that I'm talking about it, it's making me mad. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to full caution. Just don't. I mean, it's fun-ish. Cause I like, fun-ish? Because I like superpowers, obviously. I love that kind of stuff. I like the idea they're going for. Low budget. It looked low budget. Um, mm-hmm. And that's fine. I don't mind low budget movies. The the CGI was not very good. The lightning looked pretty fake. Um, there's a point where they're in a helicopter and it goes down. It looked pretty bad, um, but that's okay because I saw the budget. I'm like, well, what can you do? <laughs> you know, yeah. um, it was very low budget. But it came out of nowhere. I was like, maybe it's a maybe be a diamond in the rough, just a rough, just rough. Um, so by the end, he does become this the god. You per se, I don't, without that's not really spoiling thing. Mm-hmm. He just. In the dumbest way possible, they, I, I guess you know, you're so spoiled with the MCU, <laughs> with, because he does he does technically become Thor, okay, um, and that's not a spoiler. I think you get that from the freaking trailer. Nothing it's, compares you know, to the MCU. He gets his hammer, and now you're spoiled with Molinier. This thing is sick. I'm not gonna tell you what it is. It's not Molinier. He gets a belt. To put the hammer in, it's like a tool belt. It is. You got a screwdriver and uh, stuff. No screwdriver. Oh, he hasn't okay. acquired that yet. He <laughs> finds ancient artifacts. He finds a glove. He just finds out that he basically is a long descendant of Thor. That mythology. This stuff is real. Um, and it doesn't work. Just to be honest, it doesn't work well. It's pacing. It's paced horrendously. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's cool at the beginning. Nothing happens in the middle, and at the end, it's supposed to be cool. They're supposed to like. There's a death at the end that's supposed to really get you. Didn't. Um, he go. He, he and then he, like he like, way it ends. He just kind of goes crazy. Yeah. And just lightning goes over and it ends. Like it just goes to black and it has. And then there's some like over. He talks a little bit and then it's then they act like there's gonna be a sequel. I looked it up and there is a sequel in. Pr- 
progress. Wow. This movie didn't make much money, but it didn't make much money to make. So this dude, this this dude, uh, I, mean, I, have to, I have to find it. I have to look at his name. I think he's Norwegian. <laughs> um, let's see who directed it. Yeah, it's like Andre Overdahl. The O has that little thing through it, so he's from Norway. <laughs> oh, that sounds like the guy um, who directed Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. It is him. And he also okay. did Troll Hunter. So that's not okay. a great resume. I knew I'd heard that name somewhere. Um, and Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark isn't very good either. So... Um, that's here. Seen better, but, yeah. Yeah, but anyways, that's him, and it just his his own little movie. You know, he wanted to do it as a five point nine IMDb. Um, I graciously gave it a six because I thought Nat Wolf was good in it. Graciously, um, Nat Wolf was really good in it. He's yeah. the only good part in it. He just plays a shy dude that is killing people in accident. You know, that sucks. Yeah. Um, I hate when that happens. But it just doesn't work very well. I would never watch it. I might watch the sequel because I've seen the first just to see if they can make it better but if it gets worse, ouch. And when is the sequel really better than the first? Hardly it's ever. very Come rare on. especially when you have a bad first one and I don't think it's very good. Now if I saw it for a dollar I'd pick it up. That's how I am. <laughs> I might watch it again maybe. I just think Nat Wolf got wasted. He's really good in Hereditary. He's really good in other stuff. Um, I've heard he's good in that Paper Towns movie or whatever it's called. Yeah, it might be called Paper Towns. Actually, yeah, I think it's Paper um, Towns. He, and it just they just made him not speak a bunch and be like a homeless man. He looked homeless at the beginning, and I don't know. I just I didn't like. I wish I would have saw more of the Norse mythology stuff mm-hmm. and less of the connection between a random Norwegian woman that he finds. And it was mainly about the love story. I didn't know that going in. But, they could even touch though. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> it's cool when she's around. He's cool. Literally, doesn't have uh, powers. Okay. Huh? He he like see vision and stuff. Not but that because he doesn't have that because rogue he's effect. seeing. I'm guessing he's seeing a vision of Olympus. They never explain that. He just sees in a vision of this tree. Okay, and technically there's a tree statue he finds, I guess. But I'm. I just think probably it's from Olympus. But they just don't go into it well. It's just not great. So I'm gonna just full caution this. Actually, okay. I was gonna give it a caution for Nat, but nah. Nah, I don't nah. love the guy that much. I, I like the guy, <laughs> but I just, I just can't do it. So we're gonna go with I'm gonna be full honest, caution. That it, does not sound very good. It's it not. No. It's not. And you know, what, just forget it. I'm gonna spoil it. This hammer is a, is a work hammer. It's like a little mini sledgehammer. Yeah. That's just, and he pulls <laughs> nice. it up there, and he has to have a glove on. I guess. Of course. Puts it up there, and then like he can't hit anybody with it. Hmm. So like, he gets mad, and and like the lightning hits it, and all of a sudden lightning goes out everywhere, and no one gets hit by it. I was expecting pulverization. Nothing happened. It's. I don't know. It's a big letdown for me, honestly, because I thought it had some power behind it. Big old letdown. Wasted two hours uh, of my life. The dude probably just, I mean, I bet Net Wolf probably just wanted a starring role. Oh, I, I mean, I'm not. Nothing against wanted him. A paycheck and, but it's not very good. Went to something else. I thought, hey, so. it'd be good for this. And it was good for this to tell people if they listen. To tell people not to watch it. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> I mean, I hate to be the, I hate to, to not to watch a movie, but this, this is one is. that. I mean, that's what, that's what we're I love for. movies, but we I hate. We tell you know, people to watch things or to not watch things. I wouldn't if I were you guys That's what we're out here there. for, right? But whatever. Okay, so I'm going to roll in. Uh, I'm going to talk about a TV show. Um, this is a Apple TV Plus original. Uh, and I'm going to talk about the M. Night Shyamalan show, Servant. Uh, this is, I say it's an M. Night Shyamalan show. I think it's produced by him, and he directs a handful of episodes. So Probably good for the show he didn't direct the whole thing. Just to say. Yeah, and I think it, honestly, I was going to say right off the bat, I think it benefits the show because he doesn't write all of it either. 99% of it is written by, by other people, I think. Uh, and he can just kind of come in, put his stamp on a few episodes, and he produces it, and it works pretty well. 
the show, I'll just read you the synopsis similar to you did. Uh, so the show Servant, it says a Philadelphia couple is in mourning after an unspeakable tragedy creates a riff in their marriage and opens the door for a mysterious force to enter their home. So that makes it sound like kind of witchy. It's not really that. Um, it So yeah, it focuses on a couple in their 30s played by Toby Kebble and Lauren Ambrose. Lauren Ambrose is mainly known for Six Feet Under. And sadly, Toby Kebble is mainly known for the terrible fan four stick movie in 2015. As um, who do you play? Doctor Doom. Doom yeah. yeah, and but they're both actually really good in this show. So they play they play this couple, and the unspeakable tragedy is they have a very young baby, probably just a few months old. The baby passes away, and the wife has a really hard time dealing with it. She has a hard time coping. So I think their therapist recommends they get what is called a reborn doll. Now this thing is horrific. It's this, horrible. It is this thing. Terrible. Have you seen the show, David? I'm in the middle of the second ha- second uh, season. Awesome. Okay, I didn't know you'd seen any of it. So this reborn doll is kind of horrifying looking. Um, well, I mean, it's horrifying because it looks very real. It looks just like a newborn baby. It's terrible. And 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 they just toss it around and stuff, and it's really well, and. Ron, it's really weird. Ron Weasley's in this also. Yeah, That's yeah. what I was just I about to say. Um, they're good in it, but Rupert Grint, man, is the shining star of this show, which is really weird because he hasn't done much of anything since the Harry Potter films. But Ronald Weasley crushes it. He basically shows up in every episode. Um, he kind of plays the audience. He basically shows up in every episode to say what the F is going on and stuff like that and then just bounces uh, so, so in the show, the main couple, they hire a nanny to take care of their doll and the husband, uh, played by Toby Kebbell, he knows basically, you know, this may be going a little bit too far. We don't need to get a nanny for a baby that's not alive, but it's helping his wife cope. He wants his wife to be happy. I get it. Um, so they hire a nanny to take care of this baby and right off the bat, the nanny is way too into it. She just, he, he's looking at her and he's like, Hey, it's cool. You know, it's just me and you, you don't have to pretend like the baby's real. And she's just, she's way, way, way too into it. And you realize, you know, maybe this nanny's a little shady. Um, and so they start digging and I'm not really going to say much more about the show cause I don't really want to spoil it. But, um, after every single episode, it just leaves you really interested. It leaves you wanting more. Um, it's got very creepy undertones. I wouldn't say it's downright scary, but it's got very creepy undertones. It's very thrilling. Um, and I've looked up the episodes that are directed by M. Night Shyamalan are pretty spot on. They're pretty on point. Um, it's There's a lot of... I enjoy the way the show is crafted. There's a lot of wide shots and slow pans and stuff like that. Um, and you don't see a lot of... like thrillers on TV, like downright thrillers. I mean, you see a lot of crime dramas and stuff like that, but you don't see creepy, thrilling shows like this. Um, so I thought I'd check it out. My wife and I have both been watching it. We're completely caught up on it now. I think season two is nearly, um, they're airing new episodes each week, but it's nearly over with now. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it's really solid. Um, not a lot of people are talking about it. Um, it's not perfect. I think it's a good show, but it's not, it's not perfect. But um, I would definitely recommend it, especially if you're into that kind of stuff. Um, if you're into creepy, weird, interesting shows, check it out for sure. Yes, yeah, good show. Uh, I'd say it's not witchy, but it's it's got a culty. That's feel what I'm to saying. It. Yeah, it's got because it says feel. like a it says like a super or it says a mysterious force. Yeah, and I'm like, 
there's really feel. now there's a lot of strange things that happen throughout the show, but kind of like kind of like a lot of supernatural movies, there's a lot of strange things that happen, but they c- but there's a logical way to explain them. Does that make sense? Like you can say, well, the you know, oh, these noises are from creaky pipes or stuff like that. There's weird things that happen, but you can explain them. Um, there's nothing really supernatural going on, but um, but it's definitely an interesting show, and I'm kind of bummed that not a lot of people talk about it. So it that's is, what I wanted to do. It is a good show. I would recommend it. Also, uh, the only the only Sweet. the only thing that I have a problem with when I'm watching a drama, it's kind of like what Disney's doing with Mandalorian and these type of things. They're short. These episodes are short. Yeah, these are all like half, half an, an hour. hour long. When I watch a drama, I want to watch, you know, 45, 50 minutes. I think the longest episode is like 41 minutes. Yeah, and so that's that's the only only drawback that I have from it. But other than that, the show is really good. Sweet. Okay, cool. What do you want to talk about then, David? A uh, movie I watched last weekend. It's not the first time I've seen it, but very good movie. Uh, Mystic River. Mm. Oh, Sean Penn, right? Sean Penn, Kevin Bacon. He won uh, for that. Timothy Robbins. He did. Sean Penn did, yeah. Uh, he Robbins. did not win for I Am Sam. No. no. <laughs> uh, directed by Clint Eastwood. Sam went home empty handed. <laughs> See, directed by Clint Eastwood. Mm. Uh, great movie. Uh, movie starts out with three boys playing on, on the street. Uh, hockey. Street hockey. Uh, card pulls up. Guy walks out and says, hey, I'm a cop. You know, what do you guys think you're doing? Blah, blah, blah. He says, one of you, I'm taking you home. Get in my car. Not a cop. Okay. Uh, the kid escapes after four days of whatever they did to him and you don't know what happened in a basement. You know, they don't show. Yeah. Glad they didn't. Um, how old are the kids? Just out of curiosity. I've 12, heard a lot. I've 10, heard a lot 11, about this 12. movie, but I've never got around to seeing it. I've never seen it. 11, 12. Cool. But they're, they're all best friends and it skips, you know, 30 years and we pick up where these guys, two of them still live in the neighborhood. Uh, the one that was abducted. Still is the neighborhood, t- played by Timothy Robbins. Uh, one of the others was Sean Penn's character, who's kind of a. It's a close knit uh, community. I don't know. Is it in Boston or. I'll never remember. I think it might be in Boston. Somewhere I can't remember. up there. Boston. Yeah, but it's, but it's a very, very close knit community. And uh, uh, Kevin Bacon was the other friend, but he's a cop. An actual cop. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not the kind no, of yeah. the kid. pretenders. Yeah. Um but Kev, uh Sean Penn plays character kinda like a uh, kinda like the godfather of, of this neighborhood. He's he's the guy that people go to. He's you know, he mm-hmm. get things done, he's been in jail, he's he's had some problems, okay. So uh the way this story starts off is you get that Tim Robbins is broken from his from that childhood experience. Um but he's married. I can he imagine married lives in the neighborhood, <laughs> blah blah blah. Well, Sean Penn has kids, and one night his daughter goes missing. She's out with friends; they're partying. She goes Don't missing. Like that. So, as they show, Tim Robbins comes home later that night. He's got a cut around across his stomach. He's he's bleeding profusely. You know, he doesn't want to go to the cops. It's very sketchy. Don't want to tell his wife what happened. He tells him he got mugged. You know, some type of thing. Well, then, of course, Kevin Bacon comes in. He's the cop that's got to investigate this thing with his friends, you know. And and, and the whole time while this is going on, uh, since since Sean Penn has so many people in the neighborhood that can get things done and know what to do, he's got these, you know, ruffians going around trying to figure out what happened and, you know, getting on to people and, you know, trying to get as much information as he can to try to figure out what happened to, to his daughter because his daughter was shot, mm-hmm. uh, beaten up, and then shot again. 
and left for dead. So <clears throat> it comes to the stories coming the way this story is very well crafted the way that, that they do it because they make it look like it could be one or two other people throughout this thing. Definitely it could be Tim Robbins, you know, because the way he showed up. Uh, it could be, you know, the boyfriend of the girl. It could be, you know, just just different people. Very well crafted in that aspect where you, you're not really sure who it was, what happened yet. And uh, as it goes along, uh, Timothy Robbins' wife suspects him from the beginning. Like, you know, he must have done this because mm-hmm. I'm bloody, blah, blah, blah. And then she goes to Sean Penn and says, you know, my husband came home bloody that night. And we're thinking maybe, you know, I don't know, because, you know, he's kind of messed up from his childhood, you know, type of thing. It happens. Well, then, you know, <coughs> John Penn's thinking, yeah, maybe he did, you know. And and the thing is, they were all best friends, knowing they were children. He said it hadn't been real close since then. And so basically what happens, I'm going to spoil it. This was 2003, so, you know, hey, who cares? If you want to see it, <laughs> see it. Fantastic movie. Basically, what happens is uh, Sean Penn decides, yeah, he did it. All the evidence points to him. Everybody that he's had feelers out for says, yeah, it's probably this guy. This is what they're doing. They probably so say it's Tim Robbins' character. Yeah, yeah, so they take him down to, well, basically where Mystic River is. They take him down there to the shore because he had killed somebody previously. Uh, Sean Penn had. Somebody set him up for 15 years. Jeez. And he killed him. And so this was the place that they were going to do it and dump the body you know, in the river. And so, in the course of, he, he's trying to get him to say, did you kill my daughter, did you kill my daughter, and trying to get him to admit to it. He even tells him, if you admit to it, I'll let you live, you know. Just go to jail, I'll let you live, but I want to hear you say it. And he's like, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. So finally we get the story from Tim Robbins that that night, he had caught a uh, child molester and a kid in a car. He pulled the guy out of the car and ended up killing him. So that's why he wouldn't tell anybody what happened. And then dumped his body. Mm. Well, you know, Sean Penn's like, yeah, you're lying to me because you don't want me to kill you, you know, that type of thing. And he ends up killing him. He, he, he stabs him and then shoots him in the head. Kills him. Shoves his body in the river. He's dead. A lot of shoving by the river. Mm. In I was going to say, is it the hey, Mystic River? It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. he said it was. So, it's anyway... <laughs> The next day, we say we have a whole other scene where Kevin Bacon actually arrests the people who did it. And I won't, I won't, I won't go that far and tell you who did it. Uh, if you want to watch it, watch it. Uh, but Kevin Bacon actually arrested who did it, and then goes to tell Sean Penn, you know, hey, we arrested the guy, and he's like, "Are you sure?" You know, and he's like, "Yeah, but we do have this other problem." He says the cops are looking for, I think his name was Dave, Tim Robbins' character, because they found a body. Over of a of a guy, and uh, I don't know if his fingerprints or they found some evidence that he was there. Mm-hmm. So the cops are going to talk to him about that murder, and so Sean Penn's like losing it now because he's like you know he knows what he did. He won't admit what he did, and the previous guy that he had killed, he still sends like five hundred dollars a month to his family. Really? Yeah. And Kevin Bacon knows about this stuff, <laughs> and and so he, you know he knows right then. But as he's questioning Sean Penn, he knows what he did. He knows that they're never going to find Dave or whatever his name is. I think his name is Dave. He says they're never going to find him. He knows what he did. and But he won't admit it. He's like, you know, I, you know, you do what you do to protect your family, blah, blah, blah. And Kevin's like, you know, what are you going to do? Send his family $500 too? You know, and they kind of leave it at that. 
And the way it ends is, you know, there's a there's a big Oh, and another thing is his wife who is uh oh, what's her name? Lenny? Uh, Laura Lenny. Yeah, Laura Lenny is mm. Sean Penn's wife. She's great in Ozark. She's great. Just just throw that she's great in a lot of stuff. Yeah, she yeah. Is. This movie she is too. Well, he he goes to his wife and tells her what he did, and she's like, "Okay, you did what you thought you had to do to protect your family. I don't care. You protected our you protected our family." Mm-hmm. And then there's a big parade outside. It's like Fourth of July or something. They all just they all out there watching the parade, and they all just kind of look at each other, give each other a glance. And that's how the movie ends. Wow, very I good movie. I Excellent really movie. I want to see it. I, I've I've heard a lot about Mystic River for years. I just I don't know why I just never got around to seeing it. And I would highly highly recommend it. It is very good. All right. So um, the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to do a Netflix series. Um, it's a Japanese series, but you can watch it in dub, which is really bad. I know what you're going to um, say. No, the name itself is not good. <laughs> I'm going to point out that I don't like the name. It is the reason it's named this is because it is actually it's live action, but it's based off manga. So you mm-hmm. know whatever. So it's rare that a live action manga is any good. So it's I was like, Death Note. Yes, but that, that's actually it's really bad. Exact same thing. Live action Death Note's bad, but um, that's got Nat Wolf in it too, right? It is him. Yeah, yeah. He just <laughs> doesn't have the best track record sometimes. But um, this one is called Alice in Borderland. Obviously, instead of Wonderland, it's not a great title. Um, but it's on Netflix. You can watch it in their original Japanese if you want to. I would recommend doing that. And the dub is just horrendous. It's like Ray too bad. Um, <laughs> is it like those old Jackie it's, Chan movies? <laughs> it's just, you can it, you can tell it's just white people. It's you bad. know, it's it, bad. Like it it's bad. it's really it's bad. no good. So, but if you watch it, if you if you don't care to read, I definitely recommend do that. But this film, this film, this series is about three, um, I guess twenty year twenty to twenty two year old guys, whatever. And one day they. They go, they're running from the cops because they did something stupid and they run into the bathroom. They come out of the bathroom and there's nobody in Tokyo. Just them three. And all of a sudden they see a thing that says um, there's a game going on over here. So they go to the game and it turns out they got basically transitioned into an alternate universe um, and they have to survive by playing games. Um, basically trying. And so it's Hunger Games. It's, but yeah. it's, a lot, it's, a lot, it's a lot like Hunger Games, in the, but not at the same time. Like they have to. The, and these games are life or death games. And you can die in these games. And the way that you go is you get a visa, basically. And each um, game you play has a, has a a card, like a two of clubs or three of clubs. And each um, suit, one means like betrayal, one means you got to be smart or whatever. And then each number is how hard it is. But if you pass the test, that's how many days you have until you have to play a game again. If you don't play a game, you get killed by a laser. Okay. Come after you. Um, they come after you. So there's this laser that comes from the sky, and um, they, you know, they kill you. And Just like Tron. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so you keep going on this adventure, and the very first game they play is literally just life or death. That's what it's called. And you there's two doors, right? And you pick, and they say life or death. Okay. And if you pick Simple the wrong door, enough. you get you get lasered, right? But the guy, the main guy is a gamer. He has a photographic memory. Um, and so he remembers certain things to get them through that game. But um, there's eight episodes. Each episode has a game in it. Um, and it, it progresses. It's kind of like, in my opinion, it's kind of like The Walking Dead, where at first they're by themselves and they find a community. Um, they find a community. They think they know how to get out of this world. It turns out there's a, a good amount of people in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, by the end of the by the end of the season, it's left with somewhat of a cliffhanger. Um, and the season two has been greenlit. Um, they don't explain they haven't explained yet exactly how they get to this place 
or why or who the or they haven't the, the whole thing the main guy is trying to get to the game master he knows that in each game it'll have a characteristic of the game master so he's he's gotten through a bunch of games he's one of the best players because uh, he's really smart about halfway through is a pretty gut-wrenching episode um you actually care for these characters and um it just a, it's pretty fun to watch it's the quality of it's pretty good. Like on IMDb, it's got like a seven point seven. That's so not bad. It's got good quality. A lot. It's pretty gory at times because a lot of people. There's one of the games that plays tag, and they literally just have a certain amount of time to find a door. And the taggers have Uzis, <laughs> and so um, as you do. So you have to figure it out. It's it, it's it's really good. It's it's at times it can be a little corny or cheesy because it's got that Japanese mm-hmm. um, feel to it. Sometimes sometimes Japanese stuff can be a little over the top. Yeah. Um, but honestly, it doesn't have too much of it, and it's just a pretty good. It's a pretty good show that I didn't think I'd like. I just saw Netflix. It's gotten huge praise, um, and I like um, anime, and so I was like, well, maybe a live action version that would be any good. And they're not usually good. I mean, there's not really a live action anime or a live action adaptation of a manga that's any good out there. There's not many, and this is actually pretty. I, I kind of want to read the manga now, but I don't know if I will. But um, I'd fully recommend this if you like Hunger Games um, and and you like. The movie Escape Room is not very good, but if you like that type of thriller movie, because a lot of these things are escape. Mm-hmm. You got to get out, or Similar you got to betray people, or um, you got to do this, you got to do that, you know. And so um, every single episode has you on your t- has you on your toes, I think. And every single one it ends, you want to watch the next one. You got to know what what happens next, um, why you, you get into people's backstories, why they're there. It it looks like they pick people off of the fact that they don't have much going on in their life. These three. Um, one guy doesn't have a job. The other guy just quit his job, and the other guy about to get fired from his job. Yeah, um, and so they had. They did, it says in the thing it says a group of bored delinquents just get uh, transported to a parallel wasteland as part of a survival game, and that's kind of that's kind of what I guess is happening. They don't really tell you why the people are being picked yet. So I'm like really excited for season two. It's it's supposed to be uh, shooting as we speak because um, once COVID has settled. So I've seen the. I saw the first episode based on your recommendation. It is pretty good. It's a pretty good show from what I've seen. I did watch it with the dub, though. I have to admit, because just, just because I was watching, I was playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla at the same time. Makes so sense. you know, I'm, playing, I'm watching the dub. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> just want to hear it. But I would fully recommend it. It's very, very, very good. Um, better than I expected to be. I watched the whole thing in like two days. It's only eight episodes though, and the episodes about fifty minutes. Yeah. So they're actually well. And Netflix is really good about having long episodes. So. Yeah. About fifty minutes. I think the longest one's an hour and one minute. So okay, cool. Definitely recommend it if you like that kind of stuff, at least. And I do. So cool. So I'm gonna mix it up quite a bit. Um, I'm gonna talk about a movie that we briefly mentioned a few weeks ago, uh, and I went home and rewatched this movie with my wife. I hadn't seen it in several years, um, and it can't. We can't have an episode where we recommend and caution stuff if I don't talk about a classic movie. So I'm going to talk about David's favorite movie. I'm going to talk about Twelve Angry Men. Ooh, I like that movie. So thank. I knew you liked the movie. I wasn't being sarcastic. <laughs> um, so I rewatched this movie f- a couple weeks ago for the first time in a while, um, and it's from 1957. It's in black and white, and right there, a lot of people were like, mm, "Nope, not for me." But I'm going to tell you right now. Yes, I'm going to recommend this. So I'm going to tell you right now, if you're the kind of person who doesn't really care for black and white movies, or a lot of people have never even seen a black and white movie, that's fine. Man, this needs to be one of your firsts, I'm telling you, because this movie is so simple yet so brilliant. So it's directed by Sidney Lumet, and it stars Henry Fonda and Lee J. Cobb and about 
10 other guys. <laughs> um, spoiler total, alert. Total 12 angry men. Yeah, total, <laughs> totaling about 12 of them. Um, so the movie revolves around a, ju- around a jury of men, and a 18-year-old boy is on trial for stabbing and killing his father. And there is just a mountain, a freaking mountain of evidence against this kid. Um, they have eyewitnesses. They have a ton of evidence against this kid for killing his father. And they go around the room to start off the movie. They talk a little bit. They go around the room and they say, let's just do a vote. Let's see who thinks guilty and who thinks not guilty. Every single person in that room says guilty, except Henry Fonda's character, who says not guilty. And they say, you know, why do you think he's not guilty? And they say, and he just goes, I don't know. It's just, he said, it's just possible that he could be innocent. And from right then you get an hour and a half long movie. And I think it's brilliant because it just takes place in one room. Um, There's nothing crazy about it, but just from that one room, it is a riveting, excellent, excellent film. This movie is a stone cold masterpiece, man. It, um, they just start to dive into scenarios of why this kid might be innocent and people get heated, people get um, offended, people, all, all kinds of stuff happens over the course of an hour and a half. And you think, you know, I mean, how much can they do in one room? But the way, but it's brilliant, the way it's filmed, the way it's shot, the way it's acted. And it's a movie from the 50s, but it's not dated necessarily at all. I mean, all the men are pretty much wearing suits. Um, it's just in one room. Nobody talks like that. See, it's just, there's none of that garbage. People, they talk normal. It's just, it's not really dated. And um, I just, I can't recommend it enough. It's an excellent, it's technically a crime drama, but it's an excellent film overall. And I forgot how good it was until I rewatched it a few weeks ago. And it's just excellent. I'm going to keep saying that. There's, and I'll just add just a little bit. Yeah. There's just so much going on in this room at this one time. You get you get uh, the other the other guy's motivations also as to why yeah. you know some of these guys have have tickets to a ball game and you know this mm-hmm. and that and they've got things other things they want to be doing so with all this evidence they're like yeah convict them let's go let's get out of here we got things to do yeah they I all have get, their own motivations. i gotta get to work i gotta do this i gotta do that and you're learning all these different people their different motivations you're learning you're learning who they are mm-hmm. and they do that so well they craft it so well it's giving them you don't get real into their background a whole lot, but mm-hmm. you, you understand who they are just by what they give you. Yeah, you slowly... The thing I love about this film is the way that... It's, the writing is so sharp because you slowly start to realize um, more and more about these characters and you really get to know who they are by the end of this movie, but you never even know their names. Mm-hmm. They're just... They're, um, they're credited on the IMDb as juror number one, juror number two, juror number three. You don't know their names, but um, it... It's just well, great, and even the atmosphere, the just just being in this one room. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's summer. It's it's, it's hot. It's hot. It, it's hot. They're sweating. They're they're really uncomfortable the entire time. And then you got that on top of the arguments that are going on. It's mm-hmm. just it's a fantastic movie. It is. If you've never seen it, definitely watch it. Okay, I am going to. Uh, I can't recommend this movie, at all, and this is this is hard for me to say, because this is Kevin Costner's newest movie. Okay. Oh, boo. And what, what is it? Oh, is it... Um, let, let Him Go. go I've heard this is pretty good. <sighs> you don't like it? No. But tell me about and it. And I like Kevin Costner movies. I've, I, how many, I, own, I don't know how many. Most of them, probably. Jordan loves Kevin Costner, yeah. so go on. <laughs> yeah, Let's exactly. hear about it. Big fan. Yeah. Well, this one's got, uh, what, Kevin Costner and Diane Lane. They're married. Superman. Like Superman's parents. Um, <clears throat> Best part of that movie. 
I'm not going to go into too many spoilers. Cause him dying. <laughs> oh my God. I'm not going to too many spoilers because it is a new movie. Yeah, it just came out a couple months okay, ago. Okay, right? yes. Uh, yeah. Basically, this takes place back in the, I would say, 50s probably. And uh, Kevin Costner is, he was a cop. He's retired. has a ranch. And his son and his son's wife and their baby live there with them. Son helps with the horses. Uh and run the ranch together, okay? And early on, I'll just say, because I think they showed this probably in one of the trailers, the son gets knocked off his horse, hits his head, and he dies. <sighs> I'm afraid to go. I don't <laughs> yeah. like horses. So. <laughs> what do you like, Jordan? <laughs> Not Kevin horses. Or Kevin. Like what about Kevin, Kevin Costner on a horse? He I hates don't, that. I don't like open, is it? Open, open range. Yeah, I love that movie. Anyways, oh, go you're on. Crazy. Sorry. You're a crazy Not kid. Like horse okay. person. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, so the wife and child are still staying with them, but this is the fifties, so it's kind of a weird, you know. If you're if you're a widow, you know they expect you to maybe get married again because you got no way to take care of yourself back then, you know. And and when at that time women didn't work a whole lot. I mean they did work, but not a whole lot. And yeah. So she remarried, and the guy she remarried is a his whole family is terrible, and he he hits the kid, he hits her, and one night. They just pack up and leave and go back to his hometown and go move in with the family. And the fam- the whole family's like this. The, their mother is like this. They're, she's she's abusive. She's terrible. She's And she raised these boys to be that way. Of course. And so what this whole movie is, is they want to go and get their grandson back before anything bad happens to him, basically. They miss him. Uh, they know the family's horrible. And so they, they just want to see if they can get him back. Even though he's with the mother, you know, which would almost be an impossibility unless she came with him. And <clears throat> when they get there, they they realize the situation they're in. Uh, the reason I did not like this movie, I like slow burn movies. Uh, Prisoners was fantastic. Uh, you know, movies like that, fine. This is a huge slow burner. The problem is it never gets to anything. Is it boring? <laughs> it is. Dare so you say boring? <laughs> so boring. There are two things that happen in this movie. One happens kind of in the middle, and it's maybe a 10-minute scene. And then at the end, something else very bad happens, and it makes it exciting, but it's still it's only like a 10-minute scene. And you've got this entire movie that's just boring beyond that. So you could get up, take a leak, come you back. You could, and miss not anything. miss a thing. Yep. Those are my kind of movies. <laughs> <And so, laughs> not really. <laughs> and so that's that's the big problem that I have with this movie. And like I said, I love Kevin Costner's movies. Uh, I have seen probably most of them, if not all of them. And this is just one that I was I had high hopes for because the trailer looked really good. It looks good, yeah. And <laughs> so we were, I think we actually we actually bought it based on the trailer. You bought this? Yes, we did. That sucks. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I've done that too. And I bought uh, a movie thought would be good one and good. And it, it looks, yeah, it, it, looks good. <laughs> it looked really good and just fell so short. So, uh, like I said, I won't get into the spoilers and stuff. Uh, did anybody let anybody would, go? Yeah, eventually. I hope so. I mean, it's called I Let mean, Them Go. I mean, the last... Let my people go. <laughs> yeah. The last scene, there's a lot of letting go. Um, <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> well, I'm just not going to that. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know why that's <laughs> so, uh, funny, but that's funny. Anyway. So yeah, we'll just uh we'll leave it at that. I would not recommend it. I mean So we got recommend or caution or caution. 
This is high hard caution. Okay. okay. Um, not even a not even a re. I got to throw a re caution me, in there. For me, this is hard caution. I don't think I'd ever watch it again. Is Kevin Costner at least good in it? I don't know. He's, he's good. I don't they're both good. It, so. I mean, they they. What is Kevin Costner not good? Come on. Nothing. Him and Diane Lane. You want me to go? <laughs> don't even start. <laughs> don't even start. Him and Diane Lane do do a great job. Uh, it's just the story itself. The the right. I just it it falls flat. Okay, I I completely. Agree could see that so um <laughs> i didn't think it looked good from the trailer movie. personally but that's just me i just don't like this type of movie so much but um all right so i'm gonna go with an animated movie i like a lot of animated stuff um and lately i've been getting on frozen the, yes it's actually two i haven't ever seen frozen two actually but um i heard it's fine anyways i got onto this kick where basically dc makes some of the worst movies sure but the best animated um they do and that's if anybody has a problem with that Fight me. No, I'm joking. Marvel doesn't have many. And Maybe in the parking lot. Yeah. DC's got the best, and they've got this DC universe of animated movies that there's about 10 of them. There are others, but they don't actually fit this timeline. So I've got through about four or five, and I was gonna, I'm was i going to talk about Justice League War. Um, this movie is what Justice League wanted to be. Okay? This movie is probably what Zack Snyder's movie is going to be, I would imagine. So you have the Justice League come together. Um, they're not really Justice League yet. Just Batman and Hal Jordan and... Uh, well, Greenland or whatever, if you want to know. Um, Shazam, Cyborg is being ha- has just become Cyborg in the way it did in Justice League, exactly. Um, and you have Flash. You have, you have, you know, everyone's there. Wonder Woman, she's kind of different. Got the gang. Yeah, you got the gang all there, you know. And Darkseid actually invades Earth in this. Now, I didn't realize he did it so early, because <laughs> um, I know he comes back eventually. But um, he invades Earth in this. And what the best part about this whole series is that there's, a, there's always action. Like, you know, anime movies are easy to have action, but... These movies are pretty high tier, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, every single one of them is good so far that I've watched. There's, there's some not as good ones, but they kind of form the Justice League in this movie to fight Darkseid, and there's a bunch of different good plot points in this. You get to see um, Shazam and Cyborg. They're, they're pretty good together. Um, you know, Superman has just met Wonder Woman. You know, they kind of have a romance, whatever. But um, Batman just, you know, being the worst. He's Batman. You know, he's him and Green Lantern have... A good relationship. It's funny banter back and forth. Um, Nathan Fillion is actually the um, is Hal Jordan. Oh, uh, he, cool. he and he does, and Jason O'Mara is a really good Batman. His voice acting. He's not the best Batman. Kevin Conroy is probably the best Batman voice. But yeah. Jason O'Mara is really good. Like they don't usually keep the same voice. Jason O'Mara is Batman every single film with the first one. I got and, you. And Nathan, when did this come out? Uh, this one was two thousand and fourteen, I think. Okay. They ended uh, uh, Justice League Apocalypse. Ended it um, last last year. Sounds like it would end uh, it with yeah, that title. Yeah, and it's Dark Side, but basically they have to fight Dark Side, and like it, it's what I think they're going for in Justice League because it's okay, and I think Snyder is going to do this. Um, if he does so. it anywhere close to what this is, this movie is fantastic. If you haven't watched these, I would. You don't have to watch them in order, but I would. You can go online and watch and see how to watch them in order. Um, you get a lot of background from Batman and Robin because the Robin in this series is Damien. Um, Night, Dick Grayson's already Nightwing. They haven't had Tim Drake yet. I don't know or Jason Todd yet. Um, there is a movie called Batman Under the Hood, which is Jason Todd, but this is not in this um timeline. So I would just say definitely go watch this whole series. But I really wanted to point out Justice League War because we I think we deserve to have this good of a film live action in DC. There's no reason that DC has to have bad live action films because they should know the formula. They should just copy the formula because people just love it. Uh, Marvel's formula, obviously, I'm talking about. But, but they don't. Uh, they don't. They've been putting out crap for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and the new Wonder Woman is part of it. If you want to know what we think about Wonder Woman, 
<laughs> we have it up. We have a review of that. Um, but I just wanted to shout out this series. I don't think it's talked about a lot because animated films kind of yeah, go under. I only vaguely heard of it. Yeah, um, but definitely go watch it. It's a full recommend for me. Um, Where this, can you watch it? You can watch it. HBO Max HBO is all Max. of them. Um, you because the only reason they have it all because they absorbed DC Universe. Yeah. So they, they have every single DC property now, and so all of them are on there. You could buy them. I'm sure you could rent them, but if you have HBO Max, you could just pay twelve dollars for one month and watch all ten movies in a month. Probably. I mean. I've watched five in the last week, so and they're, and they're like an hour ten, hour twenty. They're not like two hour movies. They're animated yeah. movies. That's but they cool. they get to the point. The plot's good. They all inter interline really well. Um, but Justice League War has been the better one I've watched so far. But on one. on that note, as far as the animation goes, don't watch Batman Ninja. I don't. I wouldn't recommend that one. Yeah, I heard it's, it's bad. It's <laughs> it, the the an, the animation's very good. But the story's really not. It's hmm. not not good at all. Not very good at all. No. Yeah, well. With a title like Batman Ninja, and, I and, was already in. And I own it. <laughs> so, yeah. There that you blows. go. Yeah. But yeah, definitely recommend the whole series. But Justice League War is probably the best one I've watched so far. So. That's cool, man. Um, so, uh, last thing I want to talk about is I was doing my thing, man. I was flipping through channels the other night. Uh, it wasn't much on. And I landed on... My, my wife and I sat here and watched this whole stupid movie. Um, I'm going to re-caution probably the biggest re-caution that we will ever discuss on this show. Um, and that is the summer blockbuster from 2001 known as A Knight's Tale. I like that movie. Buckle up. <laughs> I like that movie. That's the thing. Jordan just looks at me with this blank stare. I mean, like... <laughs> People either love this movie or hate it, and I completely I really understand. Like I just bought it. I think it's fun. <laughs> I like I it. I mean, it's ridiculous, yes, but it's pretty... It has the Joker and Vision in it. It's pre- it exactly. Does. It's pretty fun. Heath How Ledger's can you go wrong? A, Heath Ledger's a peasant boy who wants to be a knight. He pretends to be a knight. Starts, von Lichtenstein. Starts jousting Sir Oric von Lichtenstein. I read up afterwards. These are actually a lot of real characters from, like, medieval times. Um, I can't remember Paul Bettany's character, but he was a real... Um, he was a real person, and there was a, and he like documented his entire life, and there was a year of time that was undocumented. Supposedly, this film is the year that was undocumented. I in believe his it. Life. What's his got to be real? Um, but it's a it's a fun movie. Um, <laughs> Jeffrey Chaucer is who Paul Bettany plays. Oh, okay, uh, it's just a fun movie. I mean, it's just it's got. It's got funny characters. It's got good banter. It's got... got the dude from inter- Last Man Standing. I can't think of his name. Yeah, I was trying to think of it, too. It's also in Game of Thrones. Andy something, isn't it? Um, uh, what is Mark name? Addy? Is that who you're talking about? Probably. Is that who? I think so. It, it, it's yeah. his friend. Not Paul Bettany, the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, wait, are you talking about Alan Tudyk? No. Okay, I was like... <laughs> no, I know Alan Tudyk. Cause the other, okay, yeah, the other guy. Yeah, he's from Game of Thrones. Mark Addy is his name. He's also from Last Man Standing. Last Man Standing. Um, Loved it. Is it was... <laughs> No, it wasn't last night. It's no, still it's, standing. Yeah, still standing. Good oh, show. Okay, I was like, I don't remember him ever being in that. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, Heath Ledger's charming. The whole cast is charming. It's just a fun movie. It's not good. I mean, it's not a great film, but you can take that like, back. One hundred percent enjoy it. I, I think mean, it's good. It's it's like I, I mean, said. It's, it's, it's got a. Sp- it's a little long. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That's what I was saying when I was rewatching it. I realized it's like over how hours, like, yeah, it's like two twelve. It's a little much. I realized how several parts are pretty ridiculous, and you can cut twenty minutes out of it probably. Um, and there's a lot of people who dislike it, but it's not perfect. I no. like it. It's, it's a, fun to watch. It's I, enjoyable. I just bought it like a week ago. Actually, really? yeah. I like <laughs> my wife loves it. I don't love it, obviously, but I think it's. I'd watch it once a year, probably. You know, That's what once I'm every couple it years. It was on, and my wife and I just sat there and watched the whole thing, <laughs> just because. You know, I haven't watched it in years, but it, 
I I just remember really enjoying it. So. You probably would still enjoy it, honestly. <laughs> yeah. The um the jousting scenes are still pretty entertaining. Yeah, no so, doubt. I mean, yeah, they're good. Aren't they? Nothing nothing groundbreaking about it, but it's good good <laughs> it's, comedy too. It's you know it's fun. yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. funny. And I read that Paul Bettany got laryngitis from yelling so much in the movie. <laughs> I, mean, I can see that he yells a lot. Yeah, he yells a lot. He's like, <laughs> he's one of the better parts so of the movie. Rick yes. von Lichtenstein. <laughs> anyway, that's what I got. That's, that's a good movie. Um, I will recommend this one since I did a recosting last time. Um, we're gonna go with the 2000 movie, The Cell. Oh, is this? You know what it is. Is this an Aronofsky film, or is the, or am I thinking of The Fountain? I think Fountain's Aronofsky, isn't he? I think so. Who's the what's the cell? It's a J Lo movie, the, isn't it? Yeah. Jennifer <laughs> yeah. Lopez. Oh, okay. I've never yeah. seen this. Jennifer Lopez. Is Vin- it bad? No, it's good. Jennifer Lopez, is Vince Vaughn, uh oh, who Vincent D'Onofrio. Mm, I like him. Oh. Yeah. I like him all actually. Good movie. I don't, I don't um, really like J Lo. She <laughs> I like J Lo, well, not as an actress. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen G Lee? <laughs> we won't go there, okay? <laughs> We're talking about the cell. Um she plays a child psychiatrist, and they have this new technology where she can enter their minds. That always ends well. Okay. And Vincent D'Onofrio plays a serial killer. Well, he does he, that well, probably. He plays a really <laughs> good serial killer. I could see him doing a he good re- serial killer. He really does. Vince Vaughn plays an FBI agent. Um, <laughs> okay. I don't know about that. <laughs> I've never seen this Just all the work way through, with me, so okay? I don't remember this much. So... You get you get scenes of how the technology works with with uh, J Lo and and some kid that she's trying to bring out of his out of his head basically and and you see how she goes in and they talk and you know, that type of thing. Well, D'Onofrio has killed a number of women. FBI are finally on to him. Uh, he has kidnapped a lady and she had and he has her. And as they move in on him. He, I don't remember that if they shoot him. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've seen him. But they they get him, and he falls into a coma. And uh, so of course they want her to go in, and see if they can draw him out and figure out where this where this woman is is being held. And uh, so she goes in, and you get a world that is freaking crazy inside his head. Mm. And this is the part where the movie is to me is just awesome. Um, Parts of it are, are beautiful, breathtaking. Uh, the way it's shot is fantastic. Just whoever came up with this, their their minds are nuts. They are they they've got to have something just a little bit wrong with them. I mean, there's there's one point where she walks into a room, and there is a horse dissected, standing there. Mm. With Yummy. In glass. Whoever Mark. Each each parts in glass. Oh, it's kind of like Hannibal. <coughs> Mark Protasevich. This happens. He, he also that. wrote "I Am Legend." Anyway, yeah, and I like that movie. Vincent D'Onof- D'Onofrio in the in the real world, he's very clumsy and very. He's definitely psychotic, but he's very clumsy, very, very shy type of person. But in this world, he is the king, and he is magnificent, and he is you know, of course, he is it, and he he actually gets a hold of her and kidnaps her and, and keeps her kind of prisoner, and. They have to figure out a way to get her out and still try to figure out how to how to uh, rescue this woman that he's got. Figure out where she is, basically. And uh, throughout the movie, like I said, it's it, there's parts of it that are just absolutely stunning to, just to look at, period. 
The way it was shot was fantastic. It's got a really good story. Um, you do see the girl from time to time. You see that she he has her in a huge uh, tank, and it's on a timer, so it's going to start filling with water. So they're on a, so they're on a, <coughs> they have a time limit here, so they've got to try to get to her, try to find her, and so it it builds suspense. It builds. It's just it, I really like the movie. I would recommend it. Uh, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Yeah, I've never seen it. I was just looking. I've seen just, some of it. Just looking at the IMDb page of it, it looks pretty wild. It is. <laughs> pretty wild. Yeah, <laughs> it is freaky. Um, okay, so yeah, that'll be the end of our um, recommended caution. So we're gonna go on to our newest segment. It's called Unpopular Opinions. You guys ready? Boy, howdy, I am I. Do it. All right. So obviously, it's not. The name is pretty on point. We're gonna talk about some unpopular opinions that we have. We brought some. We'll see how many we get through just on. But um, I'll go ahead and start. So with these unpopular opinions, basically it's what we have an opinion that we don't think we properly to other people in this world. Everyone mm-hmm. has those opinions. People could say, um, I didn't bring this one, but I'm not going to say it in case someone else does because I think someone might. So um, but my first unpopular opinion everyone knows is I do not like the actor Kevin Costner. And you are wrong. I don't I think. I just don't understand your reason. He's very either. good. So I think he's got, I like him. I like a couple of his movies, not because of him. I just like golf. So I like Tin Cup. Um, I think okay. that's. I think that's a decent movie. I do. Yeah. Um, he's I, in a lot of great movies. He's, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying he's not to people. I just don't like. I, he, the moment I see him in a movie, I just can't stand him. You just don't like his presence. I don't like the way he acts. I'm not saying. I'm not. It's not that he's a bad actor. There's way worse actors than him. He's not a bad uh, actor when he acts. I just don't like. Him. I just don't. I, and, and when I see Kevin Costner in a movie, I'm not like can't wait to watch it. His face makes I've, me sick. I've never liked him, even from a. Growing up, I've never liked him in anything. Like I said, I like Ken Cup because I'm a big golf advocate. And that's like funny because when I'm growing up, I love Kevin Costner movies, as I've said I mean, previously. Like, I don't like Bull Durham. I really yeah. I, I don't like Field of Dreams that much. In, I don't, what about Draft Day? Uh, I actually didn't mind that I movie. I that movie, too. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, but, but it wasn't him. I just liked football. But, you know what I mean? Like I don't like baseball very much. And I think one thing I really like about Kevin Costner, he chooses really good roles. And he has he? he has in so many, yeah. so many classic movies, especially from the 80s. Onward, yeah. I mean, Field yeah. of Dreams, Bull Durham. I mean, and it goes on and on. No and way on. out's really good, too. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, great movie. Seen that, great I movie. Want to watch it, uh, Dances with Wolves, of course. He directed that mm-hmm. one also. Don't like I that mean, one. Come mm-hmm. on, there are so many Open good range. movies. I don't like that movie either. Love that movie. Great, great western. I don't really like westerns either, though. To be fair, I like some. So it's not a good combo. Kevin Costner and western together. I'm like, man, can't wait. <laughs> uh, but that's one of my most unpopular opinions. I would say. I know yeah. that he's yeah, well he's an liked. Oscar winner, right? Yeah. A lot of people are for that. dances with wolves, right? Yeah, a lot of people are that. Who cares? We we, <laughs> we went through that already. We did our Oscar <laughs> thing. Who cares? True. We won an Oscar sometimes. That doesn't really mean anything to me. Three three six mafia has an Oscar, so I mean, that's all you <laughs> need. That's all you need <laughs> what to is this world, disprove. Right? I'm not saying Kevin Carter doesn't deserve things that he got Oscars wise. I've just never enjoyed his performances that much, and that's just that's okay, fine. and that's fine. That's just your thing. It's man. just like um, I know some people don't like Ryan Gosling. I'm like. Pfft. You know, I'm like, I don't get Why? that. You know, but Who there's, just, like Ryan there's just certain people like certain things. I just never, never really liked <laughs> Kevin Costner that much. As an actor. Oh, well, I said yeah. quite a bit on this podcast, so it's not you're, the most. You do say quite a bit. Obvious, you're, you're but I, it's not that. But I thought for our mind. first segment, I'd come up, I'd do some obvious ones. First. You're allowed to okay. be. You're allowed to be wrong. Me next. Me next. Okay. So my first um, obvious one. I have, I have an idea. And and like, if you know me, you you know how I feel about this. So I'm going to talk about a film. Uh, my unpopular opinion is Hocus Pocus is a bad movie. Yeah. Who tells the entire world that this is a great movie? Because it people, is. I do. 
People it's good. love I like this it. movie. It sucks. No, it no doesn't. I, it. It is we not just a watched good movie. it in theaters yes, we did. about a month ago. Nah, three months ago. Loved it again. It's not a good movie. Why does everybody good every on the time. face of the planet watch this? The plot's weak. The special effects are goofy. The acting What's is the ridiculous. Point? It. I understand. I, okay, like, like for example, The Witches. I understand they're supposed to be over the top. They're supposed to be witches, yep. but they don't have personalities. They just speak in shrieks. They don't. None of it makes sense. It's not a good film. It's ridiculous. None of it works. I don't. I don't like it. You I might be like, like on the one percent of this yeah, planet. I, I am. That's what I'm saying. Everybody freaking loves Hocus Pocus. It's not a it's good. It's even movie. got a pretty high score IMDb. Yeah, it does. We're gonna see. I think it's, it's like a, a seven point six. Is what I look. It's a good movie. I think it's a good movie. I mean, I, I watch it every year. Yeah, we do. It's. Uh, it's one of those gr- Halloween movies that we watch. Your problem is, I tell you, your problem. Your problem is you didn't, you didn't grow up watching it. You watched okay. it as a full grown adult. So what if I didn't grow up watching? There's there's people that were adults when it came out that loved it. I, don't I know. I'm just saying. I think that I like that it. helped. That didn't help any. That I'm not liking it. What year was this? 90, 93. and it has a 6.9 on IMDb, which is fairly high. Um, at, but you know what? I'm not alone. You are. You're right. I am in the one percent, but. One of the most respected movie critics of all time, Mr. Roger Ebert. I'm fixing to read a quote by him. I'm going to go to his thing here. Yeah, he says, Watching the movie Hocus Pocus is like attending a party you weren't invited to and where you don't know anybody and they're all in on the joke, but nobody will explain it to you. Okay, so you and Ebert don't like it. That's fine. I don't care. So so he's saying he didn't understand the movie? Is that what he's saying? No, he's saying it's ridiculous and everybody's in on the stupid joke that is the movie. I just don't like it. Maybe he just didn't get it either. Okay. Get it. It's not like <laughs> they're, they're, not they're making like, a second one. It's, it's not fun like some to kind watch. Of layered and complex. It's film. just fun to watch. Hocus it's Pocus. not supposed to be layered. It's just supposed to be fun. That's yeah, all. it's a Disney movie from a long time ago. It's not supposed to have much story. So. It's directed by the guy who made all three High School Musicals too. I'm sorry. Two of those are good. <laughs> <laughs> not good. But not good. They're watchable. They're watchable. Zac yeah. Efron's charming. Yeah, I like Hocus Pocus quite a bit. I just never, I just, I don't know. I've never actually met many people that don't. Saw it a few years honest. ago for the first time, and I'm like, I think this is what everybody loves. I think you're the first one I've ever met that doesn't I feel like, like it. I my, feel brother like, do, my brother doesn't like Matt's, it. He's on my side. But most people love it. Love it, love it. I feel like. Part, I don't love it, love it, but I enjoy watching it. I feel like part of it is like, you, it's one of those movies that's not a great, I can't say it's great. No, I mean, it's not. But it's like hyped. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. it's one of the most hyped Halloween movies I heard of all about time. It so much, and, and then I you watch it, it and you realize it's goofy and it's just yeah. not as good. And I, I I've been in, I've You're gone to right. movies like that that I'm like, man, this is gonna be great. Went into I'm like, oh, like I, I I thought I did this with Silence of the Lambs. I think it's a great movie, but I've been told it's the best horror movie of all time. And I was like, oh, I can't wait for this. I've seen Halloween, and so I was like. Okay. That was good. And then yeah. I watched it again and liked it more. But I get what you're saying. Like it's tough to go into a, a cult classic, which is what it is. It is, yeah. And and like it. It's like, kind of like Scott Pilgrim. All of, that's a cult classic. <laughs> People hate Scott that Pilgrim. movie. That's I love true. it. That's true. So I get where you come from. I just yeah. don't agree with you. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> that's why it's unpopular. Yeah. I mean, go ahead, David. What do you got? Well, I've got something you guys already know. Uh, yeah. La La Land won the Oscar. <laughs> I... I this it actually didn't. Moonlight won. It didn't win. That it, famous. It didn't, didn't the win movie for anything. Didn't. The, oh, it didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Emma okay. Stone, Emma Stone won. It the director won. won. So it won an Oscar. It won several. Yeah. For me, the movie sucks. I mean, okay. La La Land doesn't suck. Okay, I won't go as far as sucks. I'm not a cusser, okay? okay. Let me say this. But <laughs> <laughs> I no won't, fussing, no cussing, no okay. back talking. I won't go as far as saying that it just absolutely sucks, okay? What I'm going to say is that. You don't like it. I enjoyed the story part of it. 
Okay. Okay. I did not like the music. I did not like the dancing part of it. I did not <laughs> enjoy. You mean the best part? No, no, no. <laughs> That's cool. just it, though. See, I enjoy good musicals. No, you don't. You look very showman. This was not a good musical. You like, you like Family no. Opera. <laughs> That's two strikes. I do like those, but I like the like the live <laughs> performance of Family of the Opera. I don't. The movie's not the best. Um, it was like eight of those live yeah. performance, though. I do enjoy. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I do like Greatest Showman. I thought the music was better in Greatest Showman. I do. If you put those two albums side by side, I will pick Greatest Showman every day. That is unpopular. I doubt. Um, I mean, that's very unpopular. <laughs> okay, yeah. so you might, it might I, be, just, I don't know if mine's more popular <laughs> than yours, but it's close. La La Land is just bottle no, freaking magic. No, man. Not, I've never met anybody <laughs> say they don't look, like it. And I'll also say, I mean, I've seen you know Singing in the Rain. I've seen The Music Man. Yeah. I've seen mm-hmm. all these movies. La La Land is a great and, homage to and those movies. And it seems movies. like that's what they were going for. But if you don't hit it like they did. Then it's a disappointment. I think they hit it. They did. I don't think they did. I don't think they did. I think these movies are far better than La La Land. Mm. The two that I just mentioned, without a doubt. This one hurts. I mean, I think Singing in the Rain is probably better. Just because. Oh, yeah, but. And if you're going to go for that, that genre, if you're going to go for that, then go for it. And they did not hit it. In my opinion, it's fine. I had a. I thought Hocus Pocus and La La Land would come up. I I thought Hocus Pocus (laughs) was going to hurt more. Well, that hurt. I like La Land a lot. <laughs> and everyone knows that. We talked about it quite a, a little bit last time. But okay. Yep. I mean, that's an unpopular opinion yep. because nobody agrees with you. <laughs> hey, I, I know there's some that's people. Okay. Yeah, there I've are. heard some care. people don't like La La Land, which is fine. I mean, it's fine. I just think it's magical and great. But what do you like or not like, Jordan? My next unpopular What's opinion your next unpopular is opinion? I like something most people don't. I think the Fast and Furious franchise is not that bad. All right. So I like this franchise. There are nine movies at this point, if you count Hobbs and Shaw. Um, but... Here's the thing. Here's I will the thing. say they're entertaining. I'm not saying they're great. By no means am I saying each movie is Citizen Kane. Okay? By no way. But what I'm saying is, as a series, for eight movies, it's not that bad for eight movies. Eight if movies you think about $3 eight, trillion dollars If you later. think about eight movies, these movies don't get like worse or anything. They stay the same. If not, some are even better than the others. Get more ridiculous. It, yeah, and that's the point. <laughs> Over the top. So... The first one starts out, and it's just a street racing movie, right? Mm-hmm. The biggest complaint with these movies, they go away from that. True. They go to bank heist, but it's fun. Yeah. Okay? It's fun to watch them do bank heist and then have Ludacris come in and say Luda a bunch. It's fun to see this kind of stuff. They keep on getting people. It sucks Paul Walker died, but they keep getting all these other people come in, and now they're making the ninth one, um, technically tenth, but ninth in the Fast series, Hobbs and Shaw, if you count it. It's just like yeah. a whole other thing, but... Don't act like we didn't have the most fun Hobbs and Shaw. It's not a good movie, <laughs> but it was probably the most it. it was probably the most fun I've had in a movie theater in a long time other than John Wick 3. And it's just at my unpopular opinion, I think it's a better series than people give it. As far as for eight movies, there's not many good eight movie series out I there. I think I don't think that's that unpopular for you to say because no. people people really love the Fast and Furious well, franchise. It makes, it makes over a billion dollars every time. So but every, much freaking money. That's the thing, every time I bring it up, everyone's like, "Those movies suck." I'm like, "But do they?" I mean, I because, think they're stupid, but because I, they make <laughs> so much. Now the Paul Walker one, they're the, fun. The one, I mean, the, sure. the, the, the now you see me again, you know, see you again one. That would make a lot of money mainly because Paul was death, I think. Um, yeah. And that's fine. It's, that's actually one of the better movies. But um, these movies do, I think, stay as good as they can or even get a little better each time uh, because they go ridiculous, which is fine. And Vin Diesel found a place he can be okay in. I don't think he's the best thing in the world, but he, this is kind of an okay spot for him. Um, and I just, 
I get, I get what you're saying. It makes a lot of money, but I, every time I talk to somebody, they're like, "Yeah, I hate those movies." I'm like, "Man, I don't know. They're not bad." <laughs> a lot of they're, people they're don't probably like, them, like I hate those movies, but I've seen them all. But they make a lot <laughs> yeah, of exactly. money. Right? A lot of people are like, a lot of people are probably like me. They think they're stupid, but they continue to watch them. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just, I just think that it's a. If you look at eight movie franchises, this is it's one of the better ones because usually they get so stupid you they're unwatchable. I don't know. I think the Leprechaun franchise is pretty great. There's only seven of those. Can't wait to watch Dang. that. Just bought those. Anyways, but <laughs> I'm excited. That Anyways, that's my second popular opinion. I just don't think it gets yeah. enough love for being a pretty good eight movie series. Nine if you can't help it, y'all. And was not very no, good. No, it's okay. I understand. Um, okay. My next hot take here. Um, and this one kind of hurts me to say because I'm going to talk about a trilogy of films. Come on. Let's uh, hear it. Oh, I know it. The Mighty Ducks films <laughs> kind of suck. I don't want to say that. See, I don't want to. Three does. I don't even want to say it now. I like the first one. Like I said, these films hold a special place in my heart, but I'm going to be realistic and say they're not good. Most fans agree <laughs> three is a complete dumpster fire. It's dumpster. Um, it, it's it, a complete dumpster fire. But even with the first two, I mean, they're dull. They're very cliche they're super predictable with mediocre acting i mean the best thing about the films is like the mildly entertaining hockey sequences and even those if you know sports at all those are eye rolling i just i rewatched them with my wife when we had covid and we were second quarantine we rewatched all three of them and man i was like i loved these movies when i was a kid what is happening it's just emilio estevez doesn't carry enough charm to carry the franchise he just i he, he can only do so much, and he's fine. Um, all the kids are just fine. They just, I don't know. They're, oh, most Charlie. Of, most of them are kind of annoying. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I was expecting more, and I was severely let down. And I, uh, my brother is a huge hockey fan, and I sent him, he loves these movies, and I sent him a message afterwards. I said, man, I rewatched the Mighty Ducks films. Did you know they kind of blow? <laughs> and I just, I don't know. I just got to be honest. They, they, they're just not good. Well, they're good enough to get a Disney Plus series. That's true. Like, and I'm going to watch that. I may well do. I like the first two. I think the first one's the best. Second one's kind of cool when they go USA versus the world stuff. But, I mean, I'm sure if I watched it right now, they'd be kind of corny because they're, they're made for kids. So, yeah. and you I know, see where you're coming from. That's what you got to think actually, of. Yeah, two. I try to. When I was actually rewatching them, they they all have that cliche sports movie feel-good moment in them, I guess. All three of them do. Um, but the thing that surprised me the most is rewatching them – uh, the third one, God, the third one pisses me off so bad. Emilio Estevez is top build in this movie. He has six minutes of screen time. Mm-hmm. That's freaking infuriating. Anyway, but the thing that surprised me the most rewatching all of these, in the third one, there's a really, really touching moment where uh, Emilio Estevez finally does show up and he's talking to the main kid Charlie, who hates this new coach that they have, and then it shows the new coach out on the do- out on the ice with his daughter who's had an accident and she's in a wheelchair and he's pushing her around on the ice and stuff. And he explains, you know, like why the new coach is the way that he is and everything. And first of all, the new coach is like a totally fine coach. He doesn't do anything out of line. He's a good, strict coach. I think he's a good coach. And all the kids are like, oh, you suck. I'm like, it's stupid. But that moment where the new coach is pushing his little wheelchair daughter around on the ice. That sounds bad, but it's not good pushing her around on the ice. <laughs> it's actually, I nearly teared up in it because it's a very sweet moment. And I was like, what the heck? And then the rest of the movie is hot, hot crap. I just, I don't like third one either. I just wanted the movies to be better and I was severely disappointed. So yeah, you fit two children things now. <laughs> I don't give a crap. 
I thought you're about just ruining throwing, kids' dreams. I thought about throwing Space Jam into the mix tonight, but I didn't. That one like, has rough. Like that going, one doesn't. It's like you have a theme going here, man. Yeah. <laughs> They're all like beloved 90s childhood films, but I'm ripping them apart. Yeah, okay. Okay. I have an opinion that hmm. Titanic is not one of the greatest movies I'm ever I'm with made. you there. I, I have no problem with that. <laughs> and I know a lot of people that will fight me on that one. <laughs> and that's it's fine. It's a hot take. That's fine. Uh, it's not one of the greatest movies ever, but it's a good movie. But I know a lot of people think it is one of the greatest movies ever. It's on AFI's top 100 list, yeah, but see, I don't know. I disagree with I that. I don't know if it should go there. I think that this movie was, the story was okay. I think it was bloated. I think it was too long. There's just so much. Bloated. I, yes. Mm-hmm. Too much crap going on. I know what you okay? mean. I just haven't heard that term in a while. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. There you go. I like the term. I'm glad we're using terms. Um, I thought it was too long. I just, it could have been condensed quite a bit. I think you still could have told the story. There's just so much of it that was completely unnecessary. And for it to make as much money as it did at, at the time that it did, mm-hmm. I was like, you got to Man, people were seeing I, this movie months and months yeah, after it came and out. And I, I didn't see it when it first came out. I saw it you know, a few <laughs> months later. And I was like, well, this got to be the greatest movie ever because look what it's doing. Mm-hmm. No. Was nope. not impressed. Nope. Was not. It was a good movie. It was a good story. It's a fine. It is a good movie, but but, but it people is not worship as it. great as people Let's say. Let's talk it is. about the fact that he could have fit on that little door thing. No joke. Jack could have fit people, on the freaking door. I agree with you, but there's still people who say no, they couldn't. Yes, hundred percent. There's plenty of the, room on that door. The only thing I could think of. Now I've thought about this too much. All right, <laughs> I, I've seen this movie a couple times. I remember back when I was little, uh, little or I was I don't know. Eight or nine, we watched Titanic, and I remember thinking, "There's two discs, great." That's how it was back in the day when DVDs. Yeah, yes. I watched, was, the, two, two I watched the two VHS tapes. No yep. thanks, right? Anyways, <laughs> so the only thing I could think of is that people are saying that they could have fit, sure, but they it wouldn't have held their weight, and they would have sunk. Bull crap! That's a pretty good sized door. <laughs> that door was thick, and that is that is a buoyant door. Okay, Mythbusters so, proved them wrong, didn't they? Yeah, I think so. But I just don't like that at all, and. Have you seen the fan theory that he like drowns but wakes up in Inception? <laughs> I don't know. That's funny. Anyways, yeah, I don't. I didn't mind seeing him die at the end. That was that was okay with me. It was, it was all right. I didn't think the movie was great. Yeah. I, I I agree. Never let go. This is, this is the most unpopular opinion for me. I I kind of agree on this one, but I do agree. I, I talk to most people. They say it's like the best movie ever made. I I'm slightly like, agree. It doesn't need to be worshipped like people do, but I do yeah. think it's a great movie. I think it's fine. But yeah. It's good. But not great. All right, now my my next one is going to be a little controversial, even though it's not. Does that make sense? No. So I'm going to talk about. I kind of already talked about DC Universe in um, my recommended stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna name the best DC movie. You're not gonna like it. But DCU, not dark, not. Let's not go Dark Knight okay. stuff. We're going to right. DCEU. Oh, gosh. Okay. I know what you're going to say. It. All right. So Let's the best DCEU movie is BVS Ultimate Edition. Okay? This is an unpopular opinion. Batman vs. Superman Ultimate Edition, unpopular opinion. Most people, I like it. Most people are going to say Wonder Woman. I agree. I can see that. Um, but there's not a better movie in this in the in the DCU. Man of Steel is okay. It's boring. It's got a good um, ending sequence. Man you know, of Steel is just mediocre. Mediocre. Yeah. Of course, that's what DC is known for is mediocre. Mm-hmm. I think BVS sticks out. I think there's plot holes in the regular, right? I don't like the regular version. The Ultimate Edition adds 30 minutes of extra footage. It really yeah. ties in stuff. DC works in mediocre. Um, the only yeah. problem with this movie is maybe the Martha scene. I don't have a problem with it. Now, is it nice if both their name, both their moms named Martha? Sure. But that's how they were written years ago. Why did you say that name? They just decided... <laughs> I mean, it was it was not. They decided, hey, that'd be clever, and it kind of backfired. But the um, the 
warehouse scene, part of the best Batman scene of all time. Oh yeah, um, I can't argue with that. Yeah, it's it's got to be. Uh, I think Henry Cavill is better in this movie than he is in Man of Steel. He's still a little, you know, whatever. But um, there's a couple. The only downsides this movie. Granted, it's not the a great movie. I can't say it's a great movie, but it's still the best DCU. Lex Luthor's not great. Obviously, Jesse really Eisenberg's wish they not good there. Um, Doomsday's fine. I don't mind the Doomsday because people are like, well, he looks like a monkey. Well, he doesn't look great at the beginning because he's not been attacked yet. He looks like the Lord of the Rings cave troll. And he's supposed... Like. The thing is, is people... He's supposed to. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to come out because he, he adapts. He grows, yeah. So it was whatever. Uh, I don't like that argument as much. Uh, I agree with the Lex Luthor thing. He shouldn't have been Lex Luthor. He should have been probably the Joker. Um, but I think this movie is above and beyond whenever they whenever um, they just show... Ben Affleck's probably one of the best Batman. You can find me on that. I just like him a lot. Um, I don't like Amy Adams, Lois Lane, but she works except for the heartbeat scene. I don't like that. Um, but I think it's a touching scene at the end. You know, he dies for everybody, basically. Dies. Um, but he does, technically. Um, and it's just a good movie overall. I don't think there's a DC movie that's better. Because um, Wonder Woman is oak is pretty good, that, but the in-fight scene sucks. And I think that ruins the movie a little bit. The in-fight scene at BVS is at least exhilarating. I don't like the... Only, I don't like the... Um, who brought her? I thought it was you. I mean, that was stupid because right. Ben Affleck obviously brought her um, <laughs> because he's been emailing her for years. Um, but I just don't think you, there's a better DCU movie than Batman vs. Superman Ultimate Edition. Now, don't... Oh, that Ultimate, it's not very... <laughs> not the theatrical th- version. No. Um, so... I just don't think there is. I'm not completely against you on this, but I'm slightly against you. I do I do agree with you in the fact that BVS Ultimate Edition is quite a bit better than the regular edition. I don't think it makes the movie completely different, though. It does add more to it, and it enhances the movie. Sure. Um, I think Wonder Woman and Shazam are both better than BVS Ultimate Edition, though. That's just my opinion. Um, Shazam's definitely not better. I think Shazam is better. It's a good movie, um, but it's definitely not better. I think it's fun. I think it's got heart. It's a great family film. Whatever. It's got a couple Well, of they're complete moments. opposites, too. They kind of are. But uh, I'm not completely against you on that. But, yeah, a lot of people just hate BVS. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, I, I, I get it in a way. See, I like I, I like BVS. I've, it's always been a fan I think of it's, it, so. it's, Even the theatrical version? Um, I don't like that as enjoyable much. It's not bad, but in BVS, for the other. The theatrical version has enjoyable so moments in it, but in it's it. a mess. Yeah. There's so many plot holes, and they, and they plug them up in the Ultimate Edition where like, you kind of see um, Clark Kent go to Gotham, which helps because like you don't see him in the theatrical. He knows so much about... He knows so much about the Batman, but how would he? But they kind of show him go to Gotham. They show, I think, the beginning scene of like Batman up in the corner is like a sick Batman thing. Um, I'm excited to see Ben Affleck more as Batman because they're supposedly gonna he's gonna be HBO Max as Batman. So um, I know it's the mo- not the most popular opinion, but I still think BVS is better than um, Wonder Woman, not by far, but by and I, and I sometimes forget that Shazam the DCU, but I don't think it's better. I think that movie's kind of cookie cutter. I like it, but I think it's super cookie cutter. Yeah, there are aspects of it I didn't so, care for, but um, it, was, it was okay. I think you're kind of cookie cutter, but but, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I just think that's the best DCU movie. Problem is, there's not very many good ones. Hot take. That's so, true. That's uh, why it's the best because there's that not that many true. good ones. That is true. So, Chris said Suicide Squad. My no, you can. My next. Uh, <laughs> it blows. My next unpopular <laughs> opinion is um, another. Kids yet, a, yet another. Ah, uh, they're kind of. They're. I guess. Tom and Jerry. I guess they're family <laughs> films. Um, but my other unpopular opinion is another beloved '90s films, and those that is. The Adams Family and the Adams Family Values. Yeah. I'm not like those so I don't like these. I don't I like the Adams Family as a whole. Nope. Now that's the thing. I I love the I original like the TV, TV show. show. Yeah. I love the original TV show. It's got some charm. Yeah, it's got some magic there. Um, 
And a lot of people, a lot of people love these movies, my wife included. She's a huge fan of these. She wants to watch them all the time. I'm not a fan. Uh, and this that's the thing. I can't really explain my opinion very well on this matter. But I just don't like these films. They're kind of a mess. I think they're tedious. They're boring. They're not enjoyable. And they have some great people in them. That's I'm the right thing. there Let with you, man. Let me look it up and see. Um, Angelica Houston, Christopher Lloyd, Joan Cusack, Christina Ricci, Carol Kane. I love all these people, but I just don't like what they're working with. I don't find the movies enjoyable. So the Adams Family movies from the 90s, sorry if you like them. I just, yeah. I'm right there with you. I'd rather watch anything. No, that's not Not Mighty Ducks or Hocus Pocus. (laughs) That's Um, true. I probably like them slightly better than, uh, I like them better than Hocus Pocus, that's for sure. Um. But I don't know. They're probably on par with Mighty Ducks like for me. Said, I, I like, like suck meter. I, I like the TV show. Fine, I didn't really fine. grow up watching. I don't that. care for the movies though. I watched movies, it. I never so. really liked it. But. And uh, the 2019 so right animated version of the film really sucks. I never saw that one. It I, really sucks. I feel like you're either on the side of it or not. I never really watched much of it. I've watched them. I watched the movies. Didn't like them that much. I yeah. just thought, man, these are. I don't like this. I don't like this property. You know what I mean? Like I just don't like it as a whole. Really. No, so. I get what you're saying. So I'm with you there. Hot I'm, take, but yeah, I'm with you there. Let's get into Star Wars, shall we? Oh, oh my gosh. Man. I know exactly what he's going to say, and he's wrong. No. <laughs> he's, he's wrong. Let's Already wrong. I know what you're going to say. Okay, here we go. I, don't, I, I think I know what you're going to say. I am a huge, oh, I do know what he's huge say. fan of the original trilogy, okay? I'm going to say fan mention we'll, the best. We will set that one aside. <laughs> love, love, the, love the original That's trilogy. not an unpopular opinion, though. Now, let's go for it's the, best series of all time, the prequels, shall we? The prequels, in my opinion, sucked for the most part. Revenge of the Sith worth it. Now there were. I can't. I mean, I'm not gonna. That's was, not a popular. So far, you're, there so was, far, we're there was one movie that was, you know, it was okay. I mean, I I enjoy not, not watching fantastic. the prequels, but they do suck. <laughs> so we'll go on from there, because even though I did not care for the prequels, I really hated the last three. Okay, and. Mm. My unpopular, hated? I yep. did. You hated? I did. We've talked about this for podcast. My unpopular for. opinion, he's wrong. <laughs> is that the Force Awakens just absolutely blows? No, I can't. I can't. You're about to be kicked off the podcast. No! I can't. No, this is no, one of my no. favorite franchises of all time. Okay. And Force Awakens wait, might wait. be. So I need, I need to say why. Say first. why? Say you why? You guys need to stop for a second. Let me talk. Say why? Okay. Wrong. I went to theater and saw it with you. Did I not? You were. You were okay. We were there together. We it's were true. in the theater. This was not original. This was not. To me, it was not entertaining because I've already seen this movie, no, and haven't. that's the main problem that I had. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I had about to bash my head against the freaking wall. <laughs> it brought in so many aspects from the first trilogy, especially New Hope. That it was like watching a New Hope all over with ju- with different people and better technology. That's all it was. Wrong. I, I was going through this, through this movie, going, "Oh my gosh, I've seen that before. I've seen this before. Why did they bring this in? It's been done. This was nothing original. This was he did it. They did it for the fans, try to try to start this franchise up again. But it was just a rehashing of what has already happened. I've already got one thing. There's no black people in the original. <laughs> so. Bam. Let's let's, okay. let's stick with stories. So let me so let me explain to you why you're wrong. Oh please. I think oh. 
Now, if you please, were to say, please do. If you were to say, Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker completely suck. I can get more on board than that. No, with that. I'm talking the first one. I easily think Force Awakens is the strongest out of the new Disney. Oh, trilogy. it is, but it still sucks. Now, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's just what I'm Listen saying. Listen to me. Land now, Force Awakens. <laughs> I think, I think, I you agree said with bring you. It. I'm bringing it. I agree. I know. I know. I agree with you in the fact that yes, there are parallels between A New Hope there and between are the Force many Awakens. Parallels. Let me finish. I believe that there are parallels between The Force Awakens and A New Too Hope. Too many. But there is completely different... Oh, the characters have completely different motivations. I don't care. Um, they don't care? <laughs> the characters have completely different motivations. The villain is completely different. The villain's motivations are completely different. And even if you were to say, yes, it's a ripoff of A New Hope... It is. That's not on purpose. I don't think... I think I don't it think is. Disney is stupid. I mean... I'm going to say that is on purpose. My bad. I say it is. I yeah. think I don't think Disney's stupid enough to create a brand new film and it and they because at this time you hadn't had a continuation. You've been waiting 30 something years to see what happened to these characters. I don't think Disney did that intentionally. Yeah. They wanted you to have something familiar. They wanted you to have something you could latch onto. They didn't want to throw you this weird freaking curveball of a movie and everybody would hate it. The that, Force Awakens is the highest grossing movie in the United States of all time for a reason because that people like been, it because they're familiar with it. <laughs> that would have been fine had they not done the first story. They didn't they, do the first story. They did. She was, on, she was on a planet wanting to get off. Oh, so was Luke. Oh, my goodness. That's the only thing uh, they no, have there was similar. Not. I want to get out of the town well, I live in, but that doesn't what mean about that. The, what about the, uh, the, sacrifice, the sacrifice of Ben Kenobi and uh, and uh, yeah, but Han Solo did that for okay. Kylo Ren. I Obi Wan did it for care. Luke Skywalker. It's a I big don't difference. Care. It's still the same thing. It's just not. because there, a decent character dies. The only the reason movie, he dies is he didn't want to be in the movie anymore. Right? Yeah, I know that. But Harrison Ford. Ford wanted to die in Episode Five. <laughs> but <Yeah>. they, <laughs> but That's they, true. They still did it like the first, like the first movie. There are too many similar things in this movie for me to really get into because I was like, I have seen this before. All right, my turn to rebuttal this. Okay, so. Look, I don't agree. Um, we all know, I know this. You I think The Force Awakens is like maybe even top three, like top four in my it, opinion. It, it's it is the best of the, of the new trilogy, but it still sucks. That just that's best new trilogy. We all agree there, I guess. But it does not it suck. Does. There are parallels. There's a you can you can look it up if you want to. But there is an interview with J.J. Abrams. They asked. So you're one of the things that we're hearing about the movie is like a new hope. He goes, that's on purpose. I wanted to make sure people knew what was going on. We wanted to make sure that 30 years later, um, there were still some parallels to New Hope because New Hope started this whole franchise. And so I, I and I agreed with him. I do agree there are parallels. It's impossible. I feel like to make a movie 30 years later and make people want to watch it without parallels. Now I don't think there is though. It definitely is. I don't think so. so. Um, but. I don't think the characters are that much alike. I think Luke is much better than Ray. Well, yeah. Um, I think Kylo. I like Kylo Ren a lot. I think he's the best character in the whole um, trilogy. I think Ray's uh, a watered down Luke. That's all. Except she's powerful, but um, yeah, I don't like that, that about it. But whatever. But I, I just think that this movie it definitely has different motivations throughout it. Now, yeah. um, they do have a Death Star like thing um, called um, what's Star it? Star Killer. Star Killer. Yes. And the other reason, is, fun fact, it's called Luke Star Killer because Luke's supposed to be called that. But um, this movie is all about Kylo Ren trying to become something that he like his um, like his grandfather. And I understand all this, right? I get all this, mm -hmm. but I don't think it's the same movie. It is. No. Um, I think this movie. It just. You're not going to change my opinion. I know that, but we're we're allowed to rebuttal. <laughs> yes, you um, are. Yes, you are. But I think it, obviously it looks better. 
30 years later. Um, it that's, does. That's not anything against yeah. or for because that's obvious. But I just think Kylo Ren's an interesting character in this film. Now, next couple of films is not as interesting, but in this, if we're just looking at the solidary film. We don't think about eight or nine here. And let me that's what we're you, doing, right? We're too, not looking though. at eight or nine here. Right. right. Uh, George Lucas even said he was disappointed in these movies because they didn't bring anything new. What does he care? He made the prequels. I don't I'm care what he saying. says. He's saying they didn't just bring anything and they disappointed him. People th- and, and it see, did me too. Thing. It did me too. People Very think the prequels are good because they're different. No, I don't. You can go to <laughs> yeah, right. People think like the prequels either. are good because they're different. You can um, prequels suck too. You can go to Chili's and order freaking <laughs> queso dip, and they bring you toilet water, and people are gonna go, "Oh, this is good because it's different." No, that's stupid. What Chili's doesn't make do you sense. eat at? It doesn't <laughs> make. Maybe that was a bad metaphor. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> it's stupid, and it doesn't make sense. People like what they are familiar with. That's why a new. Ho- or that's why the Force Awakens made nine hundred thirty-six million dollars in the United States. It's a good <laughs> film. The acting's good. The special yeah. effects are good. The story is good. It's well told. The musical score is outstanding. You can't out. You cannot change my mind on this. <laughs> and we will definitely agree to disagree. Yeah, I'll remember the movie sucked. I knew I knew you were gonna say it that. Does not I just suck. Did you it. not just hear everything I just said? I just, exactly. I knew. I knew where it was going. I was afraid. <laughs> You're going to open that can. Yep. I thought you were going to say, oh, I don't think it's as good as the original trilogy, which is fine. It's but definitely you not. Yeah. Downright say it sucks. That cuts me real deep. Shrek. Yeah. It does. It does. They yeah. copied that movie. Well, I mean, yeah. Wrong. I, 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 I yep. can agree there's some. I wouldn't say it copied it. I, I can agree that there are similarities. Too similar. <sighs> Whatever. We're not going to ever agree on this. <laughs> nope. So. I was gonna say, we can we are. It's very unpopular because a lot. Of, now, a lot of people are. I've a lot heard, of people are. On both sides, but Dumb. I think a lot of it happened. I think a lot of the reason that seven is a lot of hate now because eight nine well, wasn't as good. Not that's not your reason. That's what no, I'm saying. No, it's not. But eight nine does not help the fact of seven because seven was I, setting I looked, up something and eight nine were. Really I looked good. at each movie as on their own, and man, eight and nine were just such a mess. I don't couldn't stand them. Oh my nine as much. I mean, I don't like it, but I think it's just ruined by eight. But you can hear about that in our Star Wars podcast. We've done that a while back, so. Um, okay, so unpopular <laughs> opinion. You don't like Star Wars. Good. Uh, at least the Force I love Awakens. Star Wars, but not that. No. Okay. Well, it's I think okay. that one's. Pro- I mean, I mean, that I one has got to be. There's a lot of people who agree with you, but I think there's a lot of people who disagree with you. I, just I thought. Be I thought my Kevin Costner was going to kill it. That's got to be the worst one. Like, uh, <laughs> if I, I popular, not worse. You know right. what I'm saying? Like the most yep. rebuttaled one. I would there say. You go. Okay. I knew you didn't like it, but man, I don't know if you're going to just going to. You really cut me deep trash here. Sorry for raising my voice. That and La La Land. Trash him every time. Sorry for losing my cool, but <laughs> mm, that hurts. Okay, that's part. That's, par, that's, that's part of the segment. Um, that's gonna, we'll, we'll gonna, part of the we're going to do three. Yeah. Going to do three this time. We might up it or down it depending on how this goes. We're going to hope to keep this going. If you guys liked this segment, please let us know because yeah. we want to make sure we're doing things that people like. We like these segments while we do them. But we want to do things that I everyone likes. I think this likes. new segment was fun. It's fun. It, it, and you guys? I fun it was is a fun. word. I had fun with it, but man, it was, it was fun. Some of it, all of it hurt me. It I, was nearly, fun. I nearly cried, but whatever. <laughs> Except um, for the Adam's family crap. <laughs> Except for what? Adam's family thing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you, though. I'm going to bring some more hard hitters next time. I didn't bring the hard. I thought Kevin Carr was hard hitting. That was nothing compared to what you guys did. I'm I'm bringing harder hitters. I, there you I, go. I'm I'm laying it down next time. That's it. <laughs> Space Jam sucks too. Man, you said bring it. That's an unpopular opinion. I mean, it's not that great anymore. 
So I, I can agree with that. But <laughs> you ruined that. You can't say that anymore. So no, I, you true. can't use that. It's okay. Anyways, that's, uh, that's, this that, is the end before we start talking about Star Wars more. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're, we're ending it. That was good, though, because we, we can talk for a hot minute about some Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Um, which yeah. is fine. That's that's what we're here for, right? Just to talk about some movies. Um, we're getting mad at each other. But, yeah, we, <laughs> no, we, we did enjoy. <laughs> he at least has La La Land blows on his thing. On your notes? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> I've always thought Star Wars prequels suck. Yes. Well, that's true, though. Awakened sucks with an X. <laughs> just so much disrespect. Anyway. That is disrespectful. But I do want to agree with you guys. on it. I do want to agree with you guys. This um, this hot take slash unpopular opinion segment was pretty fun. Um, it's fun to hear what what we don't what, that we're not on agreement with the masses here. <laughs> we're usually but, pretty agreement um, too. That's it's not uh, it's unlikely. That's true. For we're us. usually all on the same page. But who cares? That's what this is. That's what this segment's here for, right? Uh, anyway, but thank you for listening to this. If you enjoyed our segments, either one of them, uh, if you have your own hot takes, if you have your own unpopular opinions, if you agree with ours, disagree with ours, that's cool. There's places you can let us know. We are on Facebook at Movie Matrix Podcast, or we are on Twitter at Movie Matrix Pod. Let us know what you guys thought about this episode. But till next time, signing off for Matt Jordan and David. We'll see you guys then. Peace. <laughs> Oh, my God.